Today we break down what happened in both boys and girls basketball as well as soccer and we get an all-in interview with the shooting guard for Don Lugo Varsity Basketball, Caleb Moreau. Looks like we got a stacked deck. Let's deal. Alright peeps, back on the mic, we got Caleb Moreau. What's up y'all? And host with the most, Diego Cruz. How are you doing Caleb? I'm doing fine, you know, I just came from Spanish. No bueno. I mean, I got a presentation, but, you know, we're talking about basketball. That's me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're just going to avoid that cringiness. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, how has the season been going so far, man? Uh, you know, we could be doing better, but all it is is just, you know, finding out what players we need on the court and just just utilizing everybody and their different roles that they have. I mean, you guys are off to a pretty good start, 5-2, and two, a lot better than last year. Um, so the first thing I want to ask, because the coaching staff, I got, like, pretty brand new, um, you know, with Beloso. I mean, you weren't here last year, but we got Beloso, yeah. Coach Alex. You know, how have they played a role uh, during this big start for the season? Um, I, I remember... Um, Beloso, he used to ref for me when I was in travel ball. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, yeah, so seeing him is pretty cool here. And he really helps the team a lot, especially in breaking down um, what the other team's going to do and Uh just, like, analyzing how we're going to defeat them and how we should break their team. Yeah, he has, like, that Phil Jackson mentality. (laughs) (laughs) Back in 2010 days. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, a little younger and more Mexican, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you guys are looking ahead into CIF. You know, it's been a pretty bad drought um, in CIF so far for the last five years, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any personal goals you have? Um, just being a leader out in the team, you know, not yeah. being afraid to speak up and tell them, you know, where to go on the court and just even helping them off the court. If they ask me, like, well, what about that last game? Like, what did, what did I do wrong? Why did coach pull me out? I should be able to tell them, mm-hmm. um, well, you know, like, you did this and this wrong, and you should really improve on this because this is what coach needed from you on this game. That's right. And just being a leader on the court, on and off. So, you talked about being a leader. Um, you're only a junior so far. Yeah. So, how do the seniors react to you in that type of way? Um, well, I don't really know how they feel, but it seems like they'd be fine with me being the leader because they just need someone to just lead that team, no yeah. matter who it is. They need someone to bring them up. From what I heard, the years... Before they didn't really have that leadership, and yeah. that's where they're falling. The chemistry was off, yeah. Yeah. So, is there any advice that you would give to like the younger athletes on the team? Because you know, there's a lot of sophomores yes. on the varsity team. What advice have you gave them? You know, just work hard, study on your game, study every moment of it, and just working hard in practice. That's really important too. Yeah. Cause we I know. can't have any more Allen Iversons on team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just working hard and studying your game, working hard in practice, that'll, that'll get you up there. Then that should make the coach notice what you're capable of. Yeah. Um. 
so you guys are pretty senior heavy this year. Um, only eleven players on the team. What does the future hold? Do you do you expect to take a bigger role on next year, or what have the seniors taught you? Um, well, you know the seniors. I've seen a couple of seniors on there take leadership a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it needs to be more consistent for that team to really yeah start winning. And just for the sophomores, I can see something really big with them. I see how they're playing, and I think they could be really good for the team next year when the seniors head out. So I kind of want to shift gears a little bit. Um, we all know what happened on Sunday. Yeah, Kobe Bryant, uh, helicopter accident. Uh, what impact has Kobe had on you as an athlete? <clears throat> oh, man. His impact is just... I remember the biggest thing he had on me that game in like 2008, I think, where he tore his Achilles mm-hmm. and he got fouled. And he walked back to the bench and he walked back out all the way to the free throw line, just limping. And you could tell it just hurt him so much, but he just wanted to get out there and just hit those two shots. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just for him, he was doing it for the team, you know? And just that strength that he showed. Um, showed me I need that same strength I can't give up on this and just mm-hmm. just how amazing he was just showing that he would do anything for his team he'd risk it for them do you take because you talked about being leader earlier do you take some of that from Kobe Bryant as a leader um yeah he really showed people that like they need to be either working hard in practice or they're not going to be doing it in the game you know because people see him as a ball hug, but mm-hmm. he only said, why should I pass it if people aren't going to work as hard as me in practice? All he wanted to do was just make the team better. And if they're not going to work hard, then why do they deserve the ball if he's going to be working hard? You know? Is that something you adapted on the court yourself? Um, the hard work or leadership? Uh, pretty much just, like, trying to teach others how, how to play properly with, with the training and and be quoting Kobe Bryant as a ball hog. Uh, what what got you to is, – is that something you would say that reflects upon your training style and how you train the team? Um, I don't see myself as necessarily a ball hog. I try to move it around. But, um, you know, I try to – you know, like, guide them, like, oh, you should cut down or move them to where I think they should be, and if they don't move to that spot, then I'm not going to pass it to them, or they're just going to see that the play was pretty much pointless and nothing really developed. So. And then you mentioned that game uh, in 2008 for Kobe uh, with him uh, and his Achilles injury, Achilles. Mm-hmm. Um have you any, had anything like that on the court uh, in your basketball times? Um, it wasn't. I didn't really get injured on the court. It was more off because... Trained too hard. Um, no, it was freshman year. I got diagnosed with seizure disorder. Okay. And um, doctors gave me medication. And the thing is, if I took that medication, I couldn't really play basketball anymore because it'd have all these side effects to it and I wouldn't be able to play. And... You know, I just saw Kobe's strength, and I'm like, I want to keep playing basketball. You know, this is 
this is my dream. And, you know, I found something else. I discovered something else to help me that wouldn't give me any side, effect, side effects and let me keep playing basketball. And, you know, just looking back on Kobe, I'm like, what if I would have gave up? You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing anything. It was just seeing Kobe, how he showed his strength and not giving up, that I didn't want to give up. And now I'm still fulfilling my dreams right now. So you talk about dreams. Uh, are you hoping to go past high school, go past college, and and somehow and in some way somehow make it to the NBA? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Well, first focus right now is college. But okay. What colleges are you looking at? Oh, you know, UCLA is the biggest one. I, <laughs> <laughs> I see you always walking around with that Bruins hoodie and stuff. Yeah, man, that's where I want. You know. Especially because I see how John Wooden, he really broke down the science of basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was just really amazing. And I'm like, I want to go to UCLA. And that's also where Kareem went, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So you, this is your first year playing for Don Lugo, Don Lugo yes. uh, basketball. Uh, where did you come from for your... Um, I came from Roosevelt. Okay. I remember they won state in 2017, and I just came in 2018. Okay. And, um... Have you been moving around a lot, or was that Roosevelt freshman year, sophomore year, and uh, then you moved here for... I was kind of moving around, you know, freshman year I was at Norco, and then I came to Roosevelt, and then now I'm here. Okay. planning to stay here, you know. Good to hear that. (laughs) How does the basketball program compare from here, from Roosevelt? Or no, or Norco. Oh yeah, or Norco. Um, well, with Roosevelt, Roosevelt's like way more competitive. Yeah, definitely competitive, and they really <laughs> focus on a short group of players. Because yeah. when they won state, they only really had a seven-player rotation. They had their five best players starting, and then two more guys. Mm-hmm. The rest of the bench, they didn't really play. And I feel like this team. He tries to get like seniors in, just because they're seniors to play. This is Roosevelt. This is on Don Lugo. I feel like the coaching. um, He tries to get people, like the seniors, in just because they're seniors, and he doesn't really see like the five best players should be playing. Mm -hmm. And then we have our bench, our rotation on the bench. And Roosevelt won state doing that, just their five players and then the two on the bench, just rotating in and out. Um, to Norco, honestly, I can't really remember how they worked with their varsity, but I know their freshman squad was kind of iffy. I played JV there, and their JV was okay. I kind of liked how we coached. Mm-hmm. And I think Norco, my mistake was just not really working as hard as I can in practice. Well, it was that like when you first discovered your uh, your diagnosis. Your diagnosis. Yes. Um, yeah, it was about it was eighth grade going into freshman year okay. that I found out, but yeah, it mostly affected my freshman year. Okay, I think we got a recap of this last week in sports. Yeah, so um, there's actually uh, five games being played on sports. Uh, speaking of basketball, all levels went undefeated, girls and boys. So that's something excited about. Um, uh, as far as soccer, boys soccer won three to one against Ontario. That's right. And girls soccer, uh, unfortunately, lost four zero. 
Uh, we don't have any update on the girls' water polo because Max Preps is lazy as always. Um, is it Max yeah, Preps or you? Huh? Is it Max Preps or you? Are you lacking? Uh, or is Max Preps lacking? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Both. <laughs> All right. So I think that wraps up the interview. Thank you so much for being here, Caleb. Oh, thank you. Thank I you know for having it. me. I know it got you out of your Spanish presentation. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that, too. <laughs> um, so thank you for listening to the Jock of All Trades podcast with hosts Diego Cruz and Edward Lilly. Go ahead and check out all of our other episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. Go ahead and follow us on social media, Instagram, DAL Quest News, and then on Twitter, Quest Newsroom. And then check out DALQuestNews.org for all stories from all your favorite reporters, including Diego Cruz, Valerie Torres, Gary Garcia, and any other reporters here from Quest News. And until next time, keep dealing. <laughs>